0: What's good, everybody, man? Welcome to a live episode of the Talking Sports with Manny podcast. I know it's been a while since I've come to you guys. It's almost been a month, man. That's crazy. It's crazy that it's been that long, but we got plenty to talk about. This is a random, random live stream podcast, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We got to talk NBA playoffs, first of all. We're going to talk some fantasy football. We're going to talk some Washington football, and we're going to talk some NFL latest as well. So you look at the NBA playoffs, and you got two teams that are in the NBA uh, Western Conference Finals and Eastern Conference Finals. I'm sorry, not two teams, but four teams. And I didn't think that ATL was going to be able to pull it off, but they did. Trey Young has been phenomenal. Um, Trey Young has been great. He's been great. And ATL is without two of their top, Tier defenders slash three and D type guys. And that's DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish. But yet they're in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to be facing off the Milwaukee Bucks. And when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, they're solid. They got defenders all around. And I'm excited to see that matchup. I'm excited to see what happens. I think that the Bucks probably come out of the East. And I think the Bucks win it all. On some episodes back, I had the Sixers coming out as an early, early thing that I did. Our uh, timeout sports podcast says uh, Young is. Let me see. Sorry, Young is going to have to be more efficient in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, that is absolutely true. I don't see how they pull it off without Trey Young being efficient. He's going to have to be efficient because Drew Holiday, he's a dog. Drew Holiday is going to defend, and Drew Holiday is no chump. So when you're facing a guy like Drew Holiday, you got to come prepared, you got to come pumped up, and you got to produce got to produce. Trey Young is great. Drew Holiday is just as great on the defensive end. So, that's a matchup that I'm that I'm going to be watching, you know what I'm saying? All right, we got Jets fan. He says uh New York Jets fans nation 98. He says, uh when is your guy Morgan Moses coming to the Jets? <laughs> hey, Morgan Moses, he's on his way. He's on his way. Uh, I don't know what he's waiting on. Morgan Moses is probably waiting to to get some kind of I don't know. I mean, if you look at it right now, camp is going to be starting next month, right? So you think that he would have, that he would have already signed a deal. Maybe he's working with his agent to get as much money as he can, but yeah, it's looking like Morgan Moses to the jets. That's definitely true. So good luck. Y'all take care of him. Hey, one thing I can say about Morgan Moses is that he's going to be durable and he's going to be consistent for you guys. So, um, yeah, man, back to the NBA. Trey young has to be consistent. um, We'll see what Trey Young brings to the table uh, come Wednesday. But yeah, I believe the first game is Wednesday. I'm excited for it. The the look here is the deal. When you have the Nets, I mean, um, when you have the Bucks versus the ATL Hawks, the Hawks have no answer for Giannis. Zero answer for Giannis. So Giannis should have a field day. You got Clint Capella. He's going to try to get big, try to get strong, try to contend with this guy, but. I don't see how that happens. So this is going to be an awesome game. Uh, It's going to be an awesome series. I see this series probably going six bucks in six. Trey Young is going to will them to one or two games. But the bench is also key. Delano Gallinari was solid. He's been solid throughout the entire playoffs. Lou Williams, I think Lou Williams can take that next step. If Lou Williams can take that next step and kind of bring back some of that uh, swag that he had on the Clippers – you can see ATL progressing. You know, what I'm saying I called out Louis T today, and I said, "Hey, Louis T, don't sleep on the Bucks." And he says that he don't believe. I said, "Louis T, I'm gonna be back. <laughs> I'm gonna be back." You know, so he says, "Hey, you know how to find me." So maybe if the Bucks advance to the finals, maybe I bring Louis T on the show, and we hash it out, have some good time, uh, talk some uh, NBA and Washington football. Being a, a big Washington football fan, so. Yeah, man. Tell us to talk about, tell us to talk about Clippers. The Clippers are here. You know, I don't know how or why the Clippers made it, but they did. You know what I'm saying? Clippers are solid. Clippers are solid. There's no Kawhi. And nobody has said anything about Kawhi. Nobody knows when Kawhi is coming back. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of sketchy. Maybe this Kawhi injury is serious. You know what I'm saying? for 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 them not to know. When he's coming back, you always hear he'll be back, he'll be back, he'll be back. Well, when is Kawhi coming back? I don't think the Clippers can beat Phoenix without Kawhi. There's just there's just no way humanly possible. I, I mean, I just don't see it. Even without Chris Paul, you saw Devin Booker. He's taking that next step. Devin Booker is superstar status. You can you can you can go ahead and call him a superstar. Devin Booker have reached superstar status. There was always that quote. You know what I'm saying? Uh, players get stats on bad teams. Meaning Trey Young and Devin Booker, they they I mean for years they've been getting stats on bad teams. But you see those same guys are still getting the same stats and now they're on good teams. So, I mean, look, it's time to start giving these guys their credit. Time my sports podcast says Kawhi's done for the year. They just don't want to say it so that they'll have a game plan for him. Absolutely. I agree with you. I totally, 1,000% agree with you. They know Kawhi is done for the year. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like in the back of teams' minds, oh, uh, I've been hearing speculations. Kawhi can come back game five, six. No. I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Tom sports. Yeah, he's done. He's done for the year. And, and you know what? As a Lakers fan, I'm not hating on the Clippers, but I don't want the Clippers to do. Yeah, I am hating on the Clippers. I don't want the Clippers to do well ever. But at the same time, I hate injuries. I hope that Kawhi recovers. There was a time in these playoffs that I was saying to myself, I said, this can be Kawhi's last year with the Clippers. And that was in the first round when that series went seven. In the back of my mind, I said, if the Clippers lose to the Dallas Mavericks, Kawhi is gone. That was my statement, and I'm sticking with it. And then, and now that they kind of got past that round, went to the next round and got past that round and reached the Western Conference Finals for the first time ever. It's almost like Kawhi is locked in to coming back next year. I think that Kawhi is going to be back next year, even though that it can go either way. Kawhi is the kind of guy that you can't predict. It. He's literally a robot. He is robotic. <laughs> Kawhi has no direction. Like he has, Kawhi doesn't even know what he's going to do, to, do like tomorrow. He, he's just a guy that goes with the flow but I do think that Kawhi is tied to that team, at least for one more year. He's going to be due for that extension. Um, He's probably going to take that extension, but at the same time, Kawhi is the kind of guy that just does things his way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man, we got Hawk in the building. What's up, bro? Welcome to the stream. Welcome to the show. Um, Just talking basketball, NBA, playoffs, NFL, just whatever. Um, But yeah, man, back to back to the Clippers and back to Kawhi. Oh, man, we got my boy Ladarius Grant in the building, man. What to do? What to do? My question to you guys that are watching right now, who do you guys have coming out the East and who do you guys have coming out the West? Because, look, we got four teams that haven't won a championship in God knows how long. You know what I'm saying? So this is good for the NBA. You know, I'm hurt that my Lakers are gone, but... This is good for the NBA because this gives you that kind of hope that NFL teams have where an NFL team is trashed and then they end up at the finals or, you know, in the Super Bowl. So my boy Hawk says the last four NBA teams have cases for winning this championship. Absolutely. If the Atlanta Hawks win, they remind us of the Golden State Warriors when they started their, their whole reign because nobody knew, knew who the Golden State Warriors were. Nobody knew who Steph Curry was. But Steph Curry put himself on a map. So I can see that with ATL. I can see the Bucks winning it all. You know what I'm saying? Giannis starting something new. He took that money, he stayed, and then he's doing things the right way. That gives hope to guys like Damon Lillard. Damon Lillard is tired of Portland. He's tired of losing in the first round every single year. You know what I'm saying? With every other year or every three years, major success, me in Western Conference Finals. So I can definitely see that. Uh, Timeout Sports says Bucks and Suns in six. Um, so, are you, okay, Bucks and Suns in six. Who do you got winning between the Bucks and Suns? But yeah, that would be a great matchup. I think that's the most likely matchup. Bucks and Suns. Those are the two best teams left. Um, but there is Grant says the Suns versus Bucks, Bucks in six, Giannis finals MVP. I definitely see that happening. These are the two teams I think are, are going to. Uh, make it and I think these, and I think the Bucks win it all. It's not just because my fam Jordan Nora plays for the Milwaukee Bucks, but uh so I do have root root rooting interest there in the Bucks. But yeah, I think the Bucs are the best team left. And I think the Suns are going to give them quite a series, most definitely. It says if the Bucks don't advance, Giannis, uh Gian- Giannis will not sniff another playoff run such as yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. This is the Bucs' best chance to win a finals. You saw what happened the last two years he won the uh, MVP of the regular season. They were just better teams than him. You know what I'm saying? They were just better teams than the Bucs. This year, it's like it's gifted to these guys. It's gifted. No 76ers. You're playing the ATL Hawks. No offense to the ATL Hawks, but this is the perfect, perfect chance for the Bucs to come out with the title. I mean, this is is a perfect chance to get to the finals. Like, it could never probably ever be like this. It's going to be a lot of player movement this summer, the draft this summer. So it's going to be a lot of things that happen this summer that changes the entire landscape of the NBA. A uh, hawk says uh, the Hawks. Who in the world saw them coming? Nobody did. Just like last year, how the uh, Miami Heat, it came out of nowhere, right? Nobody picked the Miami Heat to get to the finals. This year, it can be the Bucks. I mean, it can be the uh, it can be the Hawks. So. Every year is a, is is a surprise team or two, but I really love what happened this year. Ratings are up. That Bucks game versus um versus the Nets, game 7 going to overtime. katie turnaround, jumper from 3, thinking he won the game. He didn't win the game. So the NBA is back. The NBA is once again exciting. It's once again exciting um and there are new teams coming up. Timeout Sports says Bucks in seven, although I want CP, CP3 to win a ring. Everybody wants CP3 to win a ring. And I don't mind if the Suns win, even though they knocked out my team. CP3 should have been a Laker years ago, but that didn't happen. CP3 is a good dude. So I'm not messed up with it if he wins one or not, but I do think the Bucks have the best chance. But we'll see what happens. I'm going to be neutral watching this finals. I really don't care who wins as long as it's not the Clippers. I am okay with any of the other three teams winning it all, except the Clippers off topic. No, this is a great topic. This is the topic of the day. Cause I was, I was going to get into Ben Simmons, but yeah. So perfect topic. It's off topic, but do you think Ben Simmons is done in Philly? I think Ben Simmons is done in Philly. Like <laughs> Ben Simmons. Did you guys remember when there was a trade I think it involves Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey for James Harden. But Philly loved Tyrese Maxey so much that they felt they was giving up too much. They felt that Ben Simmons was enough to pull a James Harden. And we now see what happened. I think that James Harden and Joel Embiid, with the team they had, get to the finals. They get to the finals and they possibly most likely win it all. James Harden would have given the Sixers exactly what they needed the same playmaking ability that Simmons has. Obviously, defense takes a step back, but you got guys like Matisse Tybal out there. You got guys like uh, Dwight Howard and Embiid protecting the paint. You got Danny Green. So they had the pieces defensively, and they got a James Harden or Simmons and Maxi. They win the NBA finals, but they didn't make that trade, and this is the result of it all. Now, to get equal value for Ben Simmons it's not happening this year. So they might wait till next year or wait for Ben Simmons to get hot in the regular season and then trade him. But either way, there are teams that are willing to take that risk on Ben Simmons. I say move Ben Simmons to the power forward position. He's more of a power forward than he is a point guard. You move him to the power forward position, you, you get him a low post game. Ben Simmons is going to be fine. He is already a, a, a good to elite defender. So, so why not? Darius says, any updates on Kawhi? Is he done? Somebody just told me in the chat that he's done for the year, and I believe him. It was Time my Sports. Time my Sports says that, hey, he's done for the year, and I agree. All, the, all this while, we've heard no updates. That means there is no update. Kawhi is done for the season, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for the Clippers, but yeah, I don't think that Kawhi is coming back this season. Um, Darius says, Ben Simmons is basically a less aggressive Giannis, except Giannis, uh, at least Giannis takes shots. That's if you follow me on Twitter, you will see that this is my exact same sentiment. I said that Ben Simmons is a much lesser Giannis. Giannis has people. One of my best friends was saying that Ben Simmons has better handles than Giannis. I disagree. Do you guys who do you guys think has have better handles Giannis or Ben Simmons? I think it's Giannis. So they're about the same in the ball handling category. Defense, you got to give it to Giannis. He's longer. He blocks shots. He steals the ball. And then in the fast break uh, um, realm, Giannis is way better. Giannis is just way better. Ben Simmons is like a dollar general version of Giannis Antetokounmpo. And that's not, that's not a bad thing. It's just that Ben Simmons will be more suited for a power forward role, get a little stronger, get a little tougher, Play that position and then you can handle the ball from that power power forward position and gain tons of success because the guys that are, that are going to be guarding you can't stick with you. So yes, I think that Ben Simmons is truly a four. Um Turbo Warrior 23 says Bucks sweeps the Bucks sweep the Hawks. I don't think the Bucks sweep the Hawks. I can see five, maybe six, but I don't see it going seven. I say Bucks and five or six, most likely six. Um, so everybody agrees with me that Giannis is. Better, slightly better in terms of handling the ball. So, you guys do agree with, with me there. Um, man, what's wrong with my mouse? Uh oh, <laughs> it's not allowing me to put the screens up on the uh, put the stuff up on the screens anymore. But we're gonna rock either way it goes. Awesomeness says, What up, Manny? What up? Okay, now we're back. Now we're back. Um, awesome says, Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, bro, man? How's it going? Time my sports says Giannis is slightly better ball handler than um, Ben Simmons. Thank you. That's just all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to see. And I'm hoping that my guy is watching this show to see that other people agree with me, that I'm not making this up. Um, Ladari says if you mix Ben Simmons and Giannis together, you still wouldn't have a player better than Prime LeBron. That's a fact. That's a fact. LeBron can do a lot of the things that Giannis and Ben Simmons can do. If not everything that those guys can do. But both guys cannot do what LeBron can do. See, LeBron worked on the shot. LeBron became a pretty good to great three-point shooter as he got older. LeBron in the fast break, best in the league, in his prime. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not a, I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm a Laker fan, but I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a LeBron fan, but I give him credit. Okay? Now, Tom Osborne says, free throws were the death of Simmons this year. He was scared to shoot, get fouled, and get to the line. Yeah, I saw like the last game, he shot, what, two for four? He was scared to shoot. He was rebounding. He was creating. But when you're creating and rebounding, and you're supposed to be their playmaker, like you've played a certain way all season, and then to change, that's really what hurt them. Matter of fact, Simmons reminds me of a Draymond Green. Can do a lot of things that Draymond Green can do. He can defend. He can do all this different stuff. But Simmons was scared to shoot. Being the premier p- ball handler, shot creator, I mean, you know, play creator, he was scared to shoot. He was scared to touch the ball. There were times when he was running away from the ball. He was allergic to the basketball. And they said that he's not going to play for the Australia uh, basketball team in these Tokyo Olympics. He's going to be working on his game. That's what he needs to be doing. He needs to, he needs to shoot. 3,000 shots every single day. And just kind of work on your game. you got to be able to keep defenses honest. Like Giannis, he's not a good shooter, but guess what? He's at least willing to shoot. He's willing to shoot to keep defenses honest. And you're an NBA player. Every NBA player can knock down an open three every now and again. Even the worst of them. Um, Turbo Warrior says, healthy LeBron and AD would have won it all. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not even close. A healthy LeBron and a healthy AD trumps any... Any team or any duo out there we saw in the games versus Phoenix when AD was healthy and balled out, Phoenix were not a match for the Lakers. So yeah, I do think the Lakers bounce back, but it's gonna be interesting to see. And then Shooter, are you gonna do a sign and trade? Can you get fair value? Kuzma might be on his way out. You gotta resign Caruso, gotta resign THT. But the Lakers, um, their problem is gonna be health if they can stay healthy. And not only stay healthy, get AD insurance. They definitely need AD insurance. You need a power forward that that can score and be on the floor. You don't need a guy like Montrezl Sorrell, who's six, six, seven. In the regular season, it works out in the playoffs. You bench him. You need somebody who's athletic and can be on the floor to help the team. So it's gonna be interesting, interesting to see what uh um Palenka does. Eyes will be open. This is gonna be a hot free agent uh season is going to be a hot draft season. Um it says because I heard first in tabs LeBron didn't have a jumper. That's why I think Ben Simmons can get better. Look, first in LeBron, like the the when LeBron was with the Cavs, I was a big LeBron's fan. That first 7 years I supported LeBron, I was a LeBron fan. And believe it or not, LeBron had a decent to good jump shot. But it wasn't great. It wasn't how it is now. He was more of a scorer. I won't say that he was a shooter. He was a scorer, and he had the ability to make shots. So LeBron, LeBron was great. LeBron was great uh, first seven years, and even coming out, he averaged 20 points a game. You don't average 20 points a game by not being able to consistently knock down some, you know, some shots. Then he got to the free throw line as well. It says, would you rather have Simmons or DeJounte Murray right now? That's a good question. To be honest, I'd rather have Simmons. Because at least with Simmons, I know that Simmons is an, is an elite defender, elite defender. He's a great rebounder. You know, he's a decent passer. DeJounte Murray, you really don't know what he is. In that Spurs system, everybody looks regular or decent. DeJounte Murray is a good player, but he's not a great player. Simmons can be a great player if he works on his offense, but DeJounte Murray Maybe what we're seeing now is probably all we're ever going to see out of DeJounte Murray. So for me, I choose Simmons over Murray right now. He says, I hope the Lakers trade Kuzma, Trez, KCP for Westbrook. Uh, Just surround the team with elite shooters. Look, so Trez is gone. He's probably going to opt out. I don't see Trez staying unless the trade works out for Trez. So Trez, KCP, Kuzma. That probably gets it done, but I'm not sure of the numbers in terms of contracts. Kuzma is like around 12. KCP is like around 14. So that's 30 million right there. Um, Close to 30 million, sorry, between those two. With Trez's money, like around 9 million. So the money could work, but at the same time, um, yeah, look, Westbrook with the Lakers. Look, that's going to give the Lakers everything they need, which is energy scoring. Now, obviously shooting crazy shots. LeBron is going to be the point guard, and Westbrook has to learn how to play off the ball. Like LeBron is just not going to let that happen. Says the Lakers uh, better cut Coos, Drummond, Schroeder. Rondo was more useful than all of them last year. I agree with you to a certain extent. Drummond is a free agent. Schroeder's probably going to be a sign and trade. He's a free agent. Coos, they can't cut him, but they're going to have to trade him if they want to get rid of him. Kuzma's on a good contract. I think it's $12 million a year, which is not bad for the caliber of player that, that he is. There are players that are worse than Kuzma getting paid more than $12 million a year. It says, uh, what up, uh, man? What up, Corey? Man, what's good with you, man? It says, it says we knew he didn't have a jumper because <laughs> he shot up. Look, man, Simmons has gotten so much scrutiny on uh, Twitter. And social media, like, look, I've been in on the fun. I've been in on, I've been in on the fun. I was supporting the Sixers until this uh, uh, Sixers fan that pissed me off. When that Sixers fan pissed me off, I just went off on the Sixers. Um, it says, oh, talking about LeBron James. Oh, LeBron James. I mean, LeBron James, I thought LeBron James had a decent jumper, though. I thought he had a decent jumper coming into the NBA. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe it was my fandom that, you know, blocked my eyes from lebron james but i think that lebron james was a decent jump shooter coming to the nba but i, I, I mean i guess i'm wrong because multiple of you guys have said that he didn't have a jumper coming in uh it says westbrook on the lakers wouldn't be a good fit it might not be a good fit and i agree with you Tom on sports because for the simple fact lakers need another three-point shooter or another guy but westbrook on the lakers though honestly it might not work, but it worked with the Wizards, which I was thinking it couldn't work with Bradley Bill and Scotty Brooks, but it worked. The reason why Westbrook could work is when you play with a LeBron James, it's a different mentality. And Westbrook does have that dog mentality. The Lakers do need more scoring. Okay. So that's kind of why I think it could work is that Westbrook is going to bring that dog mentality every single day, rebounding, scoring, fighting that energy. Sometimes you need that. You need that kind of guy. Now, With him, LeBron, and AD, is there enough basketballs for all of them? That's the question. That's the question. But, I mean, to flip what they just said, KCP and the rest of them for Westbrook, hey, I'll take that all day. Do you think Pop would take Kuzma, Dennis, and KCP for DeRozan and Murray? Nah. Pop will probably take (laughs) take Kuz, Dennis, and KCP for DeRozan. He's not giving up Murray, too. He's not giving up Murray. Murray is his prized possession. I don't think he's, he's giving up Murray. Says LeBron jumper was decent, not like it is now. I agree. I agree. Says Malcolm Brogdon would be a great prefer- – yes. Malcolm Brogdon is the perfect kind of point guard that you need for the Lakers. He can score. He's tough. He's strong. And he he's smart. He doesn't make mistakes. Dennis Schroeder was a different kind of guy. He can get to the paint. Dennis Schroeder was a good defender. But Malcolm Brogdon gives you everything that Schroeder gives you. but Excellent shooting, elite shooting, you can say. Courtney says, no, LeBron jumper wasn't great coming in, but he shot the ball. Uh, old Ben didn't even attempt. Hey, I agree. Hey, I agree with you guys. Like I said, you know, I was blinded by my fandom that I thought that this jumper was good. So, I mean, I agree with you guys. I, I have to believe you guys. So, how do you think the Nets will be next season, especially with their cap situation? The Nets are in trouble. You got the big three, right? You got Joe Harris, who you just paid some major, major gazillions of dollars. You got, look, Joe Harris is getting paid, okay? So you can't, there's no way to improve the team. They're going to have to pray that veterans come. Maybe they can offer a Blake Griffin, a mid-level exception, which is probably like around $9 million. And that's probably all they have to work with is the mid-level exception. Oh, they do have Spencer Dinwiddie that is a guy that's on a uh, books for I don't know if he's a free agent. I think he has at least one more year or a couple of years left on his deal. I think he's locked up for a while. If he is, then they're going to be fine. It's all about Spencer Dinwiddie. That's the only way that the Nets can improve that roster is if if is, if Spencer comes back and, you know, they got to pay guys like Bruce Brown. They don't have no money. So you're going to be looking for $1 players. You're going to be shopping at the Dollar General trying to fill the rest of the roster. So It's going to be interesting. And the Lakers are in that same predicament as the Nets. They don't have a lot of money to improve their roster. Uh, (laughs) Time sports says, heck no, Ladarius. (laughs) Dennis Schroeder acted all confident turning that money down and got into the playoffs and went ghost. Yes. So Dennis Schroeder have lost everything. Dennis Schroeder is the biggest loser. When somebody offers you money, you take the money. You take the money because you never know what could happen. It could have been an injury. Take the money now he's, he's going to be wishing he can get $15 million a year. He's not even worth 15 a year. But some team that's trash is going to be able to pay Dennis Shooter $20 million, and they will not be the Los Angeles Lakers. My prediction is a sign and trade with Dennis Shooter for some other kind of talent. Since Lakers would have won, uh, won if one of the other guys gave LeBron Terrence Mann's game. Yeah. But look, Terrence Mann, 39 points. I respect you, Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann, you're going to be a good player in the league for years to come. But look, Terrence Mann was being guarded by Rudy Gobert. He shot a lot of open shots, which he's supposed to. He's supposed to make those. He made them. He drove in the lane. He had energy, you know. So, to say Terrence Mann type game, that game happened one time. I guarantee you right now, you're not going to see another game like that from Terrence Mann the rest of the year. I don't think he scores 25 points the rest of the year. And he's starting, you know. I just don't see it. Sometimes players. Have that one magical game, and that Terrence Mann game is what got them to the Western Conference Finals. It wasn't Talu, it wasn't any of that. It was Terrence Mann replaced Kawhi. Kawhi put his soul into Terrence Mann, and Terrence Mann did what Terrence Mann did. That was, that was Kawhi. That was Kawhi. Okay, <laughs> now, nah, but uh, seriously, um, Spencer Dinwiddie to Miami, I can see that, I can see that, but I wonder what the compensation is going to be. I wonder what the compensation is going to be. Ladarius says, man, if you remember, me and you said Bucks would beat the Nets. We did. We did. Ladarius, we called it, and it happened. It happened. It happened because one guy kept telling me about the Nets. I was never locked in on the Nets all year. Even with their top three guys, I just didn't see the rest of the six to, you know, players four to players nine. I didn't trust those guys, including Joe Harris. Joe Harris is overpaid and overrated. How can you get paid that much money and you can knock down an open three? Not only that, you are a liability on defense. Now, Bruce Brown, I love Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown is going to go somewhere that deserves him, and he's going to ball out. Yeah, but yeah, me and you did call the Bucks beating the Nets. Great memory. Dennis Schroeder is going to be dangerous in the G League. <laughs> oh, man, Turbo crazy, man. Turbo said Dennis Schroeder is going to be dangerous in the G League. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> he says, y'all didn't expect Kyrie. Look, time on sports. I'm going to say this one one more time. Even with James Harden and KD and Kyrie being healthy, right, those three guys can score with anybody. But we have to remember, when those three guys were healthy, their defense was terrible. Hey, look, go back and look in the regular season, even towards the end of the season. Just look at the games where you had all three guys playing. Obviously, they were, you know, working together, working on getting better but those three guys on the, on the floor as a unit could not defend. That's why I didn't trust the Nets. It's not their offensive abilities. Like I mean, you got the best player probably, arguably, right now in the NBA in, 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 in uh, KD. At the end of the day, there are three guys at ISO, right? One basketball. How is it all going to work? And then not only that, the rest of your team I didn't trust. So, I mean, yeah, Kyrie got hurt. Yeah, Harden got hurt, but still even if they were healthy i still don't trust them as a as a def, as a defensive unit at all larry says i don't want to hear no excuses about injuries from nets fans uh he says the lakers had no passes on espn yeah man look everybody got on the lakers and i've seen some sixers fans making fun of ad injury karma karma is a bad girl she's a bad girl I don't wish injuries on anybody or anybody's team, but you don't laugh or joke about injury. And that's what this girl did. And I promise you the very next day, Joel Embiid meniscus versus the wizards. And she was hot. She was highly upset. Uh, Tommy says Ben Simmons for Coos." Who says no? That's a win. That's a win. Win. That's a win. Win. Says Nets would have won healthy. No way. You disagree with that. And that they barely lost without Kyrie. 60% artists. Look, next year, they're going to have a prime opportunity to show us who they are. Obviously, they never got to jail. Everybody says a healthy KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Okay. 2022 is their year. They're the favorites, right? So we're going to see. We're going to revisit this next year around this time, and we'll see if the Nets are who they say they were. And if the Nets were so great, right? Why go and acquire Blake Griffin? Why go and acquire LaMarcus Aldrich? I mean, you get players to better your team. I'm not disputing that. But what I'm saying is the roster is poorly constructed. DeAndre Jordan is useless. I mean, they they have so many holes on that team that three guys are not going to carry you to the promised land. You need those Terrence, Terrence Manns kind of guys. You need those Carusos. You need those uh different role players, Forbes and all these different role players that we've seen all around the playoffs, I have not seen anybody step up for the Nets. Blake Griffin has done it a bit, but Blake Griffin was a tossing. Blake Griffin wasn't even part of the roster that was constructed. So we're going to see. We're going to see. I want to agree with you, Tom Sports, but we'll see what happens next year around this time to see what happens. Do you think the Knicks can get a free agent star in the offseason? Yes, I believe they can. The Knicks have a the the, the Knicks. I said the, the Knicks have a great foundation. The Knicks can be a good team. They can be a great team. They play very good defense. It's all about bringing in the right star. Trade for Ben Simmons. Who knows? Ben Ben Simmons might go to New York and blow up and just fit in perfectly with that Thibodeau defense. And um, obviously, they, they don't play offense, so Ben Simmons is going to fit right on in. Time on sports says. I'm not a Nets fan, but I'm just stating facts. Um, And you're bragging about a prediction that was only right due to injuries. No, like I said, next year, they're going to have prime time. They're going to have an offseason to gel. Like I said, the Nets right now are the favorites, and they have no excuses come next year. So I'm going to just leave it at that. It says, um, how was it? Tommy said, how was it vaccine when they lost? What? I don't know what Tommy's talking about, man. Just Oh, just, okay. How was it a fact when they lost? Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. KD shoe is one inch smaller. <laughs> Nets will be getting the ring this year. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Oh, man, that's too funny. That's too funny. It says, uh, thank God we don't need to hear any of those uh, silly KD takes anymore? <laughs> if he was really that great, he would have got it done. LeBron got to the finals with far less. Hey, you do have a point there. You do have a point there. KD still had a sixty percent Harden. Look, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Us uh, is next about to lose <laughs> the little death they had. <laughs> Look, the Nets got no money to sign anybody. So we'll see what happens. It says the response is still the It's not oh, okay. My bad, my bad time out sports. My bad. I'm just responding to all the chats and like I'm just trying to read everything. But um, but yeah, man, like look, the NBA season, even though it didn't go as I planned for my team, it was exciting. It was exciting. I watched a lot of games. I saw a lot of teams step up. I saw Uh, And then this year I I actually got into fantasy basketball a lot and it was a great season. It was a great season. It was a different season. It was weird because the season just ended. Right. And then they started the season right back. So Adam Silver, he messed up there. He messed up there because we lost a lot of good players because the season started like right away. So um, definitely, definitely looking forward to the next season. Lotteries tonight. Uh, I want to see how many lottery picks the OKC Thunder have. I want to see if the Golden State Warriors have more than one lottery. I know me and Tommy was talking about it before, and he said that there's a possibility that there can be more than one lottery. Um, I also wanted to talk some NFL, but um, I- I'm trying to remember the big news that I saw. The big news, the big news, the big news. I gotta jog my memory, but for those of you guys that are watching live right now i am having um a live show on wednesday we're going to be talking fantasy football a little playoff basketball it's going to be more so a fantasy show wednesday night nine thirty central uh timeout says again i'm not a nets fan i actually cover sports as manny absolutely you guys check out timeout sports man great great podcast i enjoy this podcast you guys check them out uh just saying the injuries hindered the nets as it did multiple teams yeah man like look Injuries messed up the playoffs. You know, without injuries, you have the Lakers, Clippers, even the Nuggets. The Nuggets were my top three teams in the West, or even in the entire NBA, was Lakers, Nuggets, and Clippers. After the injuries, I looked crazy. I looked crazy. I didn't trust Utah for a lot of the year. I didn't trust Phoenix Suns for a lot of the year. But both guys stepped up and, you know what I'm saying, proved me wrong. Hi, Manny, you're doing a great job. As a professional. It's a professional basketball changing now that LeBron is on the way out, and uh, Brooklyn uh, All Stars can uh, All Stars keep up and will continue to be hurt. No more big three. I appreciate the compliment, bro. Appreciate the compliment. Um, I think the NBA is, is in a great place. You're gonna see less big threes. You're gonna see more duos, right? I would rather have a team that has a duo, an up and coming star, and bunch of depth. For example. The Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are solid in every single position, right? They might need a little bit more defense, but yeah, the NBA is going away from these big threes. You're going to see more so big twos, (laughs) solid twos, solid duos. And then you're also going to see teams do it the right way, which is drafting and grooming, drafting and grooming. All these teams like Milwaukee, I think they drafted their two main guys. (sighs) Teams like Portland. Eventually they're gonna turn it around. I think the NBA is going to where the NFL is, meaning that you can't no longer predict who's gonna win it all. You're gonna see a free agent or two, ATL, ATL. They've drafted everybody, right? They had enough money to get three key free agents, which was Galinari, Bogdanovich. They did sign, they did trade for Lou Williams, who's a solid, solid guy. But yeah, the NBA is going to a whole different uh a, a ball game uh Ladari says that lakers are most so injuries hindered the lakers yeah lakers were really on their way to repeat even without gelling i think if they were healthy even with a drumming that was kind of up and down they would have been okay it would have been okay if dennis shooter would have just Not got COVID. I don't know what he was doing. He was just out. He was doing some irresponsible things. And then the shooter just kept his mind in the the game. Lakers probably could have been in the finals. (sighs) Because I don't like the way that Utah plays. I agree. Utah shoots way too many threes. Every first quarter, they start off hot. You're thinking it's going to be a blowout. Then Utah shows us who they really are, which is they start missing jumpers. When they start missing jumpers, they plummet. And they end up losing every single game the Derry says if we're being honest lakers are not a super team at all at all lakers are a team that has a duo and then has multiple role players like dennis shooter is a good 15 to 16 point scorer Montre hurrell if used correctly is another 15 to 16 point scorer so i like teams that are built that way it says brooklyn was scared and um so they went and traded for Arn- yeah yeah, Brooklyn was scared. Like, I think that Brooklyn could have built things the right way. To be honest, I like the team with KD and Kyrie. Karis LeVert, who was an up-and-coming star, maybe superstar one day. Dinwiddie got hurt. I think when Dinwiddie got hurt, the Nets just lost it. They just went crazy. I think had the Nets kept the team how it was, maybe add a Blake Griffin and add some other guys through the buyout market, Nets probably end up in the finals. Even if KD is by himself with no Harden, at least you have a healthy Karis avert. I'll take a healthy Karis avert versus a 60% healthy James Harden. So, yeah, I think the Nets ended up panicking and in their team. They were built perfect. And uh, not perfect, but they were built to their liking, and they ended up messing it up. It says, thoughts on resting and tanking, Manny? How many games do you, do you think this season should, should be going forward? Yeah, like, like, look, the season should be 72 games. 82 games is, I love 82 games as a fan, but if all this tanking and resting and things of that nature, you can cut it to to 72 games and say, hey, if y'all want to tank and stuff, because there's no way to fix tanking. The NBA has started that new lottery thing. Do you remember the year when the Lakers were not so bad, but they ended up with that fourth overall pick? That, 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 That fourth overall pick helped the Lakers to get AD. So what I'm saying is, If they really, really, truly do a lottery, put all the ping pong balls and, you know, you just select teams. So to eliminate that tanking, but at the same time, you don't want the rich to get richer. So there's really no way of fixing the tanking. But I do think that players need to play. If you're healthy, you need to play. If not, there needs to be a penalty that hurts teams for resting players. As much games as Kawhi rested this year, he's not here now. You know what I'm saying? There were teams that were managing, load managing those teams are not here now. So load managing is not even the best solution. Um, But I love 82 games, but to make things a little tighter, I think 72 games would be perfect. That way, you know, it's right to the point, right to the point. Sometimes the season is just so long that people lose interest, but I do think that 62 to 72 games is perfect. It says, besides the Nets have the biggest loser, (laughs) the Nets are the biggest loser of 2021. was the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets, man. The Rockets took a nail. Every player they traded for James Harden, didn't, it just didn't help. It didn't help. It was terrible. It was terrible. I mean, the Rockets got a better return out of the Russell Westbrook trade than, than they did for the James Harden trade. So that's crazy to me. It says, uh, Gobert, lack of post-game hurt them. Yeah, if you're going to be a big man, you got to have some kind of moves because when the Clippers went small, they didn't have anybody that can go in there and get buckets which is why I think the Phoenix Suns have a chance of sweeping the uh, the Clippers because if Deandre Ayton goes in there and plays like he did versus AD and the Lakers it's you know it's going to be a, a simple series so yeah Clippers are really hurting themselves without having a guy that can get in there and defend and I mean defend I mean not more so defend but score so yeah man Guys, man, this was a fun stream, fun, fun stream. I uh, appreciate you guys hopping on. This was great. Got to do this again. I thought I'd be able to talk NBA, but you guys kept it alive. You guys kept it hype. We talked some NBA. It is always good to talk NBA, but I never have people willing to talk NBA with me. So I appreciate each and every one of you guys hopping on. It says Kyle Lowry rested five games straight. That's crazy. And they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> it says... uh Ladarius says, how has AD never won Defensive Player of the Year? That's crazy. He's the best defender in the league. I believe you. When he's healthy, I think it's health. Every time he's been healthy, he hasn't done enough to win it, although he should have won it last year. I don't know what they were doing, but it is what it is. Once again, guys, this is your guy, Manny. This is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel, the Talking Sports with Manny podcast. If you guys are new to the channel, please like, please subscribe, and please share. I'm going to catch you guys on the next stream. Peace.